on today's Locked On Bama. We've got uh, several things we're going to talk about, the NCAA tournament for sure. We're also going to go over Alabama's all-time basketball team as provided by our own Jimmy Stein. And uh, we'll just talk about some other random stuff. So stick with us on Locked On Bama. And here we go. Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in to Locked On Bama, Luke Robin. That's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Coughing right when you ask me. <laughs> so not good. I mean, <laughs> not good at that exact moment, but I, I'm recovering already. Right, you know, I do love last night I, I put out a tweet. Um, and boy, I'm just noticing either I've got my camera tilted weird or something, but it seems like one of my eyes is smaller than the other one. And now I can unsee that. <laughs> I think eyes are supposed to be the same size, but whatever. Um, right. oh. Anywho, they you dropped the phone again already. <laughs> First, first of all, I had one of my friends already text me today and say, Jimmy and that damn phone, because he watched yesterday's podcast. And then uh, I also had somebody last night, I tweeted out, hey, we've got over 450 followers or subscribers on YouTube now, which thank you guys so much for that. We need more of you. So please uh, send out the good word. But um, I had somebody say, yeah, if you want to hear somebody actually tell you how they're doing when <laughs> when Luke asks it, you need to follow this podcast. And that's exactly right. I mean, as soon as I say, like, how are you doing? You literally tell me instead of the I colloquial, you know, banter. I do. I tell I tell you exactly what's going on, including today when you literally asked me while I have while I was muted because I was coughing. Although it was my first cough of the morning, I'm not. I'm, I'm not having a very uh, coffee type morning, but uh, yeah, I mean, right when you're at boom, allergies or something. Um, Jimmy, Alabama will take on Notre Dame today uh, as you're watching this, and uh, I kind of like that. I stayed up and watched the Notre Dame Rutgers game. I wasn't super impressed with both teams, although I think both teams are pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, Rutgers had a dude, and his name escapes me. He just dunked it every time. I mean, and I finally tweeted out, like, why didn't Rutgers pass it to him every time? He <laughs> literally dunked it every time he touched it. It was crazy. He leads the country in dunks. And this is this is such a reflection on today's uh, college athletics world. All I could think about the whole time was, man, I hope he transfers to Alabama. <laughs> well, a guy that dunks it every time has got to have a pretty decent field goal percentage. Um, I watch quite a bit. Uh, couldn't uh, couldn't couldn't stay up to watch the whole thing double overtime. The thing that just struck me about the outcome of the game was I joked on uh, on three on the message board about how you know regardless of who we're rooting for, what we really need to work for root for is multiple overtimes, and that's exactly what happened. Notre Dame, it went to two overtimes, and then Notre Dame had to fly across country in the middle of the night. That couldn't have worked out better for Alabama. I was pretty impressed by both teams, really. I know these were like two of the last teams picked. I think Notre Dame was literally the last team in the tournament, but they look like two quality basketball teams to me. Alabama will have its hands full with Notre Dame later today. Um, 
Okay, I thought about this this morning because I, I was like everybody else last night. I was rooting just going to overtime after overtime, and then they have to fly to San Diego. Um, but, you know, really, if you're a college athlete and 10 extra minutes of game time where you have lots of rest in between because they're TV timeouts and regular timeouts and free throws, if that's going to hurt you, you were going to lose the game anyway. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. Um, I think the bigger deal is flying from Dayton to San Diego and then playing a mid-afternoon game. Um, right. Yeah, I think that's the bigger deal. So, look, I, I'm glad I, I would rather rather have played Notre Dame. I hate saying that because I'll probably jinx. But um, I, I would rather play Notre Dame. I think Rutgers is a little more athletic. And um, so, yeah, in the end, uh, I think we got the matchup we wanted. And I think Alabama-Notre Dame is just a more fun matchup anyway. One other thing I want to say before we get to our – uh, first break, you know, I, I went off on a rant about Buzz Williams, and I also went on a radio station in Montgomery to talk about it a little bit, and I also called into a station in Auburn to talk about it a little bit, and I mean, I would say 85% of the people were against me. They were like, no, Texas A&M just got completely hosed. They got completely shafted. I still maintain, look, I would have put A&M in. That's not the issue. People don't but, listen to that part. I know. And and the other thing is, one of the guys' argument was, you're telling me Texas A&M one of the 68 best teams? You're crazy. And I said, I think they're one of the best 68 teams. The problem is, it's not Rutgers and Notre Dame stealing their bid. It's Montana State and Wright State and Bryant. Those are the teams that shouldn't be in. And then they go, well, you can't leave them out. Okay, that's fine. You can't have it both ways. And if you want to say – they should have gotten in over Notre Dame. That's fine. Guess who would have been pissed off in that scenario? Notre Dame and ACC people. And they would have a gripe. So when yeah, they, you leave it open to did, interpretation. That, they finished in second in the ACC. That's, that's right. pretty damn good. So, I mean, or, or Rutgers. Are you telling me you know beyond the shadow of a doubt Texas A&M would beat Rutgers tomorrow? I don't know that. I don't know that at all. So um, my point is, it all I was saying was, it wasn't a travesty they weren't in. And that's what Buzz Williams' point was. It defied logic. No, it doesn't defy logic. It, it, that doesn't defy logic at all. Michael Jordan's hang time defies logic. That didn't <laughs> defy logic. So, anyway, Jimmy, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar. You know how much I love Built Bars. I'm, you know, we've all given up on our New Year's resolution. It's time for a new resolution. Um, or it's time for uh, St. Patrick's Day resolution. That resolution ought to be get you some puffs, built puffs. They're awesome. Covered in chocolate. All of them are all the built bars and the puffs, low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bar with these. They are better. They taste better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Well, these only have 130 calories, four grams of sugar and four net carbs, 17 grams of protein, which helps after a workout. They have mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new for this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. Good Lord, that sounds good. And new flavors are coming out all the time. They always experiment, and that's what's super cool. They don't give you flavors like broccoli. They give you flavors like white chocolate cookies and cream. They'll they'll make it if you can come up with one. I mean, just come up with one and submit it. And they'll see if they can figure it out. So go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCK15. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCK15. 15% off your order at Built.com. That's Built.com. Promo code lock 15, locked 15, locked 15, locked 15. When I screw up a live read, I feel like I got to say the correct thing three times in a row to 
to help everybody. So it sort of pushes the, the erroneous memory out and brings the good memory in. Makes sense to me. Jimmy, <laughs> that's the problem. It only makes sense to us. Um, Jimmy, one thing before we get into, I, I, I do want to get into this. We just put up on, on three. You put up Alabama's all-time basketball team. Mm-hmm. And I dig that. Um, Brian Passink and I had this conversation a long time ago because he actually had to come up with an all-time team. He had to submit one. And it's tough. It really? is really tough. Um, but, I, boy, I'm telling you, I look at yours and here's yours right now. And I think yours has a little bit of recency bias, which is fine because mine will too. Mm-hmm. You have Colin Sexton at the point. Latrell Sprewell, Robert Ory, Antonio McDice, and Derek McKee. Okay. I think yes. McDice- he, I have two te- I think you had to explain. I got two teams up because oh. it was so hard to do. And by two teams, what I mean was I did an all-time team that was taking into account their pro careers. You know, who are the five best basketball players that ever graced us with their presence at Alabama? But then I also did an all-time team of guys that took into account nothing but what they did at Alabama. And that way I felt all the bases were covered. And I use Colin as an example because Colin is a great player. He's a really good player in the NBA. I think he's one of the best players to ever play at Alabama. But how can you say he's a better player at Alabama than somebody like Reggie King or Leon Douglas, who scored the most points and had the most rebounds in school history, where Colin doesn't rank anywhere? on any school records because he wasn't there very long. So that's why I did two teams, the all-time team, which is, Hey, these are the best players to ever play at Alabama. And then the all-time team at Alabama. And I think that's a good point. And if you want to relate that to football, if you were to say, okay, who's the best all-time running back at Alabama? Somebody might say uh, Trent Richardson. Somebody might say Derrick Henry. Somebody might say uh, Mark Ingram. But if you were going to say, if somebody told you, hey, if he hadn't gotten hurt, what's wrong with Kerry Good? I think right. that would make some sense. I think he would have been Alabama's first Heisman winner if he hadn't gotten hurt. And the point being that you do have to deduct. They, I mean, he did get hurt, so we don't know. And Colin Sexton did leave early, so we don't know. So if I were actually making an all-time team, yes, Colin Sexton would be under consideration. Would I put him on it? Probably not. So I think it's good you divided it into two sections like this. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um, I, but I'll tell you something. What's cool is, all right, what if these two teams played each other? Let me just read your two teams. Con Sexton, Latrell Sprewell, Robert Ory, Antonio McDyce, and Derek McKee. That's one team. That's your team that That's says, hey, the best team that graced Alabama's presence with its right. presence. Best careers, Reggie King, Jerry Harper, Leon Douglas, Herb Jones and Anthony Murray. Anthony Murray is probably the one that I would take exception with. Jerry Harper, although uh, it's it, it pro- his game might not translate to today's game. I mean, we get that right. I mean, we're not actually shooting at peach baskets anymore. But um, I think he because he owns a gazillion records. I think he'd have to be on there. Leah Douglas and Reggie King would still be today. They may be Michael Cage esque, but they would still be good today. Um, Herb Jones would be good in any era. That's that's what makes him so cool. Um, and I also think um, 
you Anthony Murray, I would take him off and put Enos Watley on. That's me. Um, I, I have lost Jimmy. Jimmy is gone. So he is not even hearing me now. I'm hoping he can come back. And he's back. Jimmy, yep. you, we dropped you for a minute there, bro. No problem. No, you were saying, uh, I think the last thing I heard you say before we were rudely interrupted by a telemarketer uh, is that uh, Anthony Murray, uh, the uh, controversial uh, inclusion of Anthony Murray. I would take Anthony Murray off, but Enos Watley on. Boy, that's a good, uh, that's a good, man, I, I struggled with almost exactly that. I felt like I needed a point guard uh, that that I, I, I like. I mean, it, it's it's fair that some people, when they do these teams, don't include a real point guard or a real center. Uh, you know, I, my, my thought was I would do two guards and three forwards or three forwards and two guards, however it worked out. But an all-time team needs a point guard. You, it's, it's like having a team without a quarterback. So I, I was, who's the best point guard? It's hard because the all-time assist leaders are Terry Connor and Gary Waits, who are great players, really good players. And I consider them the old timers that, that saw all the games insist Enos Watley was the best point guard at Alabama. I dock Enos just because he played at Alabama only two years. That's that's why I docked him. Now, is that fair? I don't know if that was fair or not. Because, again, the old timers, the people that saw all these guys play, they insist Watley was the best. So I don't dispute anyone like yourself who says it needs to be Wally. I get it 100%. I went with Anthony Murray because he just simply had better stats because he played longer. He was also uh, a point guard on better teams than Wally. I hear you. It makes some sense. Look, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit of football before we go out today. I want to talk about some Alabama free agents that have been signed different places and some that have been released that a uh, little bit shocking. But for now, I want to tell you about Bet Online. Look, it's that time of year where the NCAA tournament is here. It's finally upon us. For all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Bet Online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports sporting wagering information needs including live betting and your favorite vegas casino games head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions bet online that's where the game starts jimmy it's where it starts okay um free agents alabama free agents uh first of all congrats man cam sims dude i'm so pro cam sims i love me some cam sims um he signs with the washington commanders worst Nickname ever for the Washington <laughs> Commanders. Um, but yeah, I love Cam Sims. He's getting three million bucks for a one-year contract. I mean, if he puts his card right now, he's already made some other money. But literally, if he if he doesn't li- live way beyond his means, this contract he can be done. He doesn't really ever have to do anything else again if he d- uses his money correctly. So. That's pretty awesome. I mean, he's at 20, whatever he is, he can be done. Now, he'll work. He'll go find something to do. but um, And he'll probably keep playing football for a while. But I just think that's so cool. I mean, I love a dude like him getting this shot. He didn't he didn't light the world on fire at Alabama, but that's okay. O.J. Howard signs with the Bills for $3.5 million. How about that? Awesome. Yeah, awesome. And, uh, 
Yeah, incredible. And as predicted by my uh, on three partner, Clint Lamb, he said from the start it would be Buffalo and, and that it would work out great for OJ. And that's exactly but 3.5 million. That's just awesome. Uh, going to a great team, uh, stays on a Super Bowl contender. Uh, very happy for OJ. Then a um, couple other defensive backs, Levi Wallace and Anthony Averett. Um, Levi Wallace is headed to the Steelers. Anthony Averett is headed to the Raiders. Wallace is getting eight million for two years. That's man, a walk-on, dude. A walk-on. That's awesome. He's the best story during the Saban era, and if if, if we're lucky enough to, that that someone will write a script, I mean that that that's the best movie. And Jim Nagy reminded uh, the world of something the other day again, which which makes the movie is that Levi not only was a walk-on. He didn't walk on immediately. He went to Alabama to be a student. He wasn't going to play football. He set the his first semester on campus. He was a regular student. In fact, he played intramural flag football. His, his fall at Alabama because he wasn't he wasn't playing football. And then it was during that semester he was talked into, hey, when the spring rolls around, you ought to try and walk on. And he did. And he made the team. And, and the rest is history. But Levi Wallace spent a semester as a normal student playing intramural flag football, watching Alabama football from the stands. He watched the kick six in his student apartment. That's crazy. Yep. Um, and there are a lot of other guys that haven't signed somewhere yet. A.J. McCarron, Damian Square. I talked to the Locked On Falcons host a while back. He didn't think A.J. McCarron would be back with the Falcons. Reggie Ragland, Ronnie Harrison, um, Rashawn Evans, Jaron Reed, um, Kareem Jackson, Bradley Bozeman, Dante Hightower. These guys don't have teams yet, but they will have a team. And Carson Tinker. Here's another one that doesn't have a team yet. That I'm shocked by two things. Number one, he doesn't have a team yet. And number two, I didn't know J.K. Scott was on the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm assuming he won't be signed because his legs got to be worn out from punting for the Jacksonville Jaguars last year. <laughs> I, he's got to have carpal tunnel syndrome in his knee from <laughs> – from punting for that atrocious organization. He should play for the Jets because now his leg has game green. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't shock. I think it's more likely that they say, JK, we've just got to amputate this thing. You have worn it slap out. I think there's they, no tread left on tires, bro. Sure how much he punted actually. My, my recollection is he, he signed near the end of the season. <clears throat> and uh, while he did punt for Jacksonville, I don't think he was there very long. Coincidentally, I saw that the Packers are looking for a punter, or they were. Yeah. Uh, man, I would love it if he somehow returned to Green Bay. I, I hated that it didn't. It, it, maybe he got hurt. I, I don't know all the ins and outs of what's happened in his pro career, but I'm, I'm stunned he's not someone's full time punter with a 10 year deal based on what he did at Alabama. He's the best punter at Alabama I've seen by far. Well, the definition of job security is being the punter for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So I'm I'm hoping he resigns with them. Um, yeah. And then finally, they, need, they carry three on their roster, so <laughs> so they don't all get. <laughs> they, 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 Jack, the punter at Jacksonville is like the running back at Pittsburgh. I mean, they just don't last very long. Yeah. Um, so then there's Julio Jones being released by the Titans. And I don't know how all these contracts work, and I'm not going to look it up. But I see a tweet from an Atlanta guy saying, look, the Falcons still owe Julio money. So why don't they re-sign him? And just, I mean, it makes sense, like, right? I, like I would it. love for him to go I, back to Atlanta. I hope so. I hope it's the Falcons. 
or selfishly one of the teams where we got an Alabama quarterback, whether it's the Eagles, the Dolphins, or uh, uh, or the Patriots. Patriots be being- the Patriots would be cool, but man, Tua throwing to Julio. If uh, Jimmy, fine. one thing we're going to do later this summer is uh, what we did a couple years ago. I think it was when he was talking to Tuscaloosa podcast. We did um, we drafted from an all saving team. Like you drafted a team and I drafted a team. We couldn't have the same players. And now that Alabama's had, or when we did it the first time, you had the first pick. I gave you the first pick and you picked Tua. Well, at the time, Tua was far and away the best quarterback. And, and all I could do was pick A.J. McCarron, who's not bad. But now we've had Mac Jones and Bryce Young and, and even Jalen Hurts, if you wanted to use him. So, I mean, now it's a little bit more even. Could you imagine – Tua Tungvaluwa throw into Julio Jones. Holy shit. That'd be fun. Uh, I mean, there's just, you know, we'll we'll see. Hopefully a lot of our uh, unsigned guys get signed. I know Bozeman is probably going to sign a good deal uh, coming up uh, soon. And uh, hopefully all these guys will get signed somewhere. But, yeah, Julio's got guaranteed money coming to him from the Falcons, and I think it's a lot. So, uh, yeah, I I would love to see Julio back in Atlanta. I I frankly was disappointed he, he had to leave in the first place. I mean, if he doesn't sign with a team, I assume we'll send him over to Ukraine to handle this Russia business because he is such a badass. He can take care of it. Um, anywho, uh, everybody, thanks for watching. Thanks for making us your first stop. We appreciate you guys, and we'll have a reaction show after the big Notre Dame win. Win over Notre Dame. I don't want to be in any confusion. Uh, tomorrow. So, Jimmy, until then, roll tide, bro. Roll tide.